Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jamel, and it is Friday, May 4th. We are here in California, and it is a nice night. It is cool outside. The sun has just went down, and we're about to get into these discussions. So without further ado, this is the podcast with no name. Hey, what's up? So how are y'all doing? So we're just going to get into it. Today's topic is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, if you know me, you know that the Oklahoma City Thunder is my favorite team. That is my team. Um, I'm from Oklahoma City. Well, from Midwest City to be exact. Midwest City, Oklahoma. But uh, Oklahoma City, you know, that is my squad, that is my team, that is my family, that is my home as well, and, you know, <laughs> this season was a lot of roller coasters, as was this year in a lot of ways, um, but this season, you know, uh, the the previous season, we didn't have uh, anybody, re- well, I can't say that, because I'm for the team, and We did have players. We had players, but we didn't have any stars except for Russell Westbrook. Steven Adams wasn't defined as he is right now before. And uh, we'll get to that as well. Um, Steven Adams and, and, you know, his... Well, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, And I I stopped... Well, actually, let's get to that now. I stopped because I say... Steven Adams last year, um, he had another big helping him. He had another big in there and at the four spot and that, that that's really good. Somebody who's going to get those rebounds. Oklahoma City um, has been a rebounding team, has been a def- defensive team. And these are things that have guided us through the hard situations, has made things easier for us uh, to operate. We all know that Oklahoma City runs ISO ball, Um, and to that I say, what the fuck? (laughs) Not because of the players, I'm not saying it because of the players, but I'm saying it because our coach, Billy Donovan, like... These players are going to do what they think is going to win them the game. Now, I haven't heard any talks from any of the other players, you know, say any of the other players that aren't getting shots. I haven't heard any any talks from them saying, oh, man, I, 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 I we should get shots at, like they're ball hogs. Blah, blah, blah. I haven't heard anything like that. You know, it's all praise. And from what I see, you know, Russell Westbrook. It, it, um, Russell Westbrook has took in, taken a back seat at times to where you have to you look at the team and you look at how they struggle and you have to say Russ like you gotta you gotta step forward you gotta do it you gotta go for it you gotta be you because ain't nobody else doing that you know um, now we do have PG we did have PG and uh, we had Carmelo as well, so Russ didn't have to score as much. You know, PG could be that scorer, and uh, Melo could be that scorer. And I'm talking about the season right now. Um, 
we had those tools, but with Melo at the four, we lose rebounding. Melo's getting older. I'm not saying he's old because I don't want to say that, but Melo is getting older. And so Melo uh, doesn't want to bang. Plus, Melo hasn't been a player that, like his career, that has just been banging in the paint, like for maybe offensively, but for rebounds and stuff. No, he hasn't been that player. Uh, that that may be one of the biggest things that have that has kept him away from being that super superstar. You know, he's always been a superstar, but being that super superstar that like that LeBron type, you know, um, the only thing he would be missing at that point would be the the assist, you know. But being that person that you know is gonna get you those boards and you know is gonna be active in the game. Um, you know, because people who are active uh, on the boards usually that that means you have effort, and that usually means that defensively you're you're pretty decent as well. You know, but Melo, you know, Melo has a problem with staying low, and you know his feet. Like, I mean, and now maybe he didn't have a, as much before, but now it's showing because he is getting older. You know, we have to recognize these things. He's he came into the league the same time that LeBron came into the league. And yes, LeBron is a powerhouse, but LeBron is a freak of nature. You know, LeBron's talking about how he's getting older. He's verbally saying it. Melo's not saying it Melo, because Melo has stock in it right now. Like, obviously, everybody wants LeBron because LeBron, he's producing the way he is. But, um, I mean, and, and you look at when they came in, you know, they came in the same year. But Melo was, he had years in college, you know, I don't remember how many exactly, but he, he had had years in college. And then you see uh, LeBron, who was coming fresh out of high school. So, you know, the age difference is a little different. Um, but still, like, it just, that, that even shows more that Melo is getting older. Like, if LeBron's saying it, and he was even younger when he came in, and LeBron is still tearing it up, you know, um, in the effort level, in, in those aspects. LeBron is still getting chased down blocks on people that are, like, in NBA years, half his age, you know. So, you know, you look at this and and you say it wasn't a good idea for Melo to be at the four. Now, we look at the past week when we had, I feel like the best time as far as big men as of late that we've had was when we had Steven Adams and uh, Cantor. And I think it was such a horrible thing that we didn't play them at the same time. Um, it, it just, that wasn't, I mean, Cantor was coming off the bench and that was good given those minutes, but man, if they were playing at the same time, you like you own that period of time. And as we're seeing now in the NBA, especially with, with the Thunder, your starters are going to get the most time. They're going to get those minutes. So why not play your strongest, um, your strongest set? Now, with that said, we look at uh, the OKC Thunder. And I do feel like this was the strongest set that we could do. Um, maybe. I think Patrick Patterson was, 
I think that was a wash. And I don't even think it was his fault. I think he got put into a situation where it's like, man, you're not going to get much time. He started with an injury as well, so you're really not going to get as much time. And we're just going to go through this season, and, and it, it switched up everything. He went from a player from another team that, that was producing in, like, a, a great, 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 if not starter, role player. Um, great role player, you know, um, average starter, to a person who was just a maybe this night he'll hit some shots or he'll play some D, you know, like in that, I feel that's, that's coaching. Like that's the position that you're putting these players in. You know, if you're putting these players in a position to where they feel comfortable and where they can operate, then obviously you're going to get a better outcome. Um, that's what coaching is, you know, (laughs) coaching is not saying go do it. I'm a, I'm a teach you some defensive schemes. I'm gonna teach you how to play defense, but I'm not going to teach you the the other side of the game, you know, the side of the game that gets you buckets, you know, because this is a game that if you have, you know, majority of the points, then you win it. But I'm not going to really teach you or if I see something with it, I'm not going to change it. So we're just going to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. no I had to go Nelly on y'all because that's that's how ridiculous it is like the same thing over and over and over again like we're playing this iso ball and it's like bruh if we if we move the ball we have shooters we do we have shooters Alex Sabrinas great shooter and you see when he actually gets a shot, he knocks it down, you know, and he's doing it. He's not even, it's not even like set up shots a lot of the time. Like he's still moving and, you know, moving to the spot, but he gets that, you know, we get him that shot and boom, he gets it. Jeremy Grant, great three point shooter and a banger inside, you know, uh, mellow, great shooter. One of the best shooters we've had in this game, PG greater shooter one of the best shooters that we've had in this game you know uh russell westbrook one of the quickest if not the quickest person with the ball in the game of basketball ever and he has a mid-range jumper and he can finish around the bucket well at least not as much this year i which is which is very weird because he's had you know he has mellow and pg to stretch the floor and but he's been he, he you know before he would make those shots where it's like people are guarding him and like they could not guard him at all you know and now maybe i don't know if it's getting overshadowed in my mind and i'm just not seeing it as much or i, I believe it's just not happening as much you know because he used to go in <clears throat> excuse me and drive in and just just it was it was in like and you're like this dude like I want him on 2k because I I could just drive in I don't care if somebody's in front of me left of me right of me and and back of me on top of me I don't care under me it don't matter I'm making this shot like I'm getting out of this cube and I'm putting that layup in um but 
but we didn't I don't I don't feel like we saw as much of that this season. And I feel like that was a bit and I know I'm jumping around, but that's gonna happen with this because it's Oklahoma City. I'm very passionate about this team. But um, you know, like I feel like that was definitely an issue with Russ trying to get so many people involved. He did a great job of it. I mean, hey, he averaged he averaged a triple double for the second season. You know, kudos to that man. Kudos to that great basketball player, one of the greatest that we've seen, that I've had the chance of seeing, um, and especially of having on my team. Uh, you know, I, I'm very, very passionate about, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook, and and I, you know, I think he is, I think he's a, an amazing talent uh, for us, and just period. You know, and the other stuff he does, you know, and that goes for, well, that, that goes for everybody in the NBA. I think they're, they're all, they all do their, their part to really, uh, they do their part for the culture. They do their part for, um, the community and, uh, you know, the, the NBA, you know, it really, it's, it's really on to something that's what is in the, you know, see, that's why you see that it is growing as an entity entity as a uh, business organization etc but um you know I did feel like Russell Westbrook was giving it up too much you know you see Russell Westbrook and you you look at uh you look at Russ and you say okay and this is prior to this season you say we can't let Russ beat us because he's the one that's going to do it. Nobody else on the team was going to do it. You know, like, you would be lucky if somebody else got 15 points. Because either people aren't making shots, or they're not making shots and not getting the shots, because now Russ has to do him. Like, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, with him. Like, you you got to shine. You know, you have to shine consistency, consistently. Um, you have to show consistency, and and we really weren't seeing that from him, uh, or from them. You know, uh, my my words are getting way jumbled. Let me let me slow down. Um, but like looking at Russ, he was trying to get people involved, and you know it it wasn't it wasn't working because people were getting used to what he was doing he was getting predictable you know you know that Russell is gonna drive in and he's not gonna go for it he's not gonna go for that layup he's going to pass it out once he sucks the defense in and get them a shot and that's hit or miss um but it's on the shooters you know and like I mean I don't know if the players in action they probably can't see it as much you know um as like the viewer from a from a you know broadcast perspective and tv but like I can see when he's gonna drive like you can tell the intensity and the in the switch you know it's still intense when he drives and passes but like you can tell when he's going to the basket and it's just a different frequency. And what what I saw a lot of times too was this year Russ didn't get a lot of foul calls. They weren't calling a lot of fouls that they usually would call for him. And uh, I really hate this when players do this. 
and I don't like I don't know why they do it I mean I understand you're trying to get a foul call but at the same time why are you gonna take a shot or drive or whatever and like flail and miss the shot purposely just to try to get a foul call and then the ref doesn't call anything and you're sitting there looking stupid trying to argue a foul while they're going down the the other team's going down and getting a layup or you know starting their offense and now we're man down like you know or you're just late you know it it it's not productive for the team and I saw a lot of that with him as well I mean so many great things with Russ you know through the year through this year so many great things but you know I definitely I gotta point out the bad things you know I gotta do it now PG PG was phenomenal not even gonna lie um except for this the very last playoff game uh you gotta show up you know it is it is clutch time it is go time this is elimination you're 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 in or you're out, and that would have, I'm pretty sure that would have made it a 3-3 three, three, um, series, you know, and we would have went to a game seven, and to just not show up at all, he really did not show up at all, like, I, I don't remember the box score, I just remember it was, it was horrible, I was, I was eating Korean barbecue out in Cali at a, a place called, uh, what was it? Uh, Hyung Do, mm, I I can't remember Hyung Do. So, uh, I, it was it was great. It was in uh, Cerritos, California. It was amazing. Check it out. Just type in uh, Huang, H W A N G, Do. I can't. <laughs> I don't know why I can't think of the last part, but. Um, it was great. It was it was nice. Um, great, great place. Great, nice, nice place. We, I've been there twice now. Um, but you know, you can't not show up for the last game. Like, you just can't do that. Now, looking forward, um, PG's done a great job. You know, now PG, we're wondering if he's gonna stay. And, you know, that is, uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know. And, you know, obviously he hasn't proclaimed anything. He hasn't said, yes, I'm going to stay. Uh, no, I'm going to leave. He, he said it's too early to tell. And obviously it is too early to tell. Um, it's too early to tell because nobody's get, giving him any offers. Oklahoma City's the only one that's giving him an offer. So, obviously, it's too too early to tell for him, but I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure he would get more money if he stayed with Oklahoma City, um, but is that going to be the best playing uh, spot for him? And when we say that, we look at the team, we look at what were the problems. Um, when I look at the problems of this team this year, uh, I look at the coach, I look at Billy Donovan and, and his inability to get the team to actually uh have ball movement I don't know how many possessions there was in a game over and over every single game where we go down and there's 
either one pass or there's no passes um and a shot goes up i understand that we like to shoot quick uh but a lot of those were not uh shot quickly at all a lot of those were dribble it out um try to figure something out and then all the other people are just sitting now it'd be different if we had iso ball but like everybody else was in motion and setting screens and moving and trying to get people open you know around it on the other side so we still have movement so that that person knows when to go and and you know that iso person knows when to do their thing and and we can kind of set up like rebounding schemes or we can set up um assist schemes and stuff like that it would be different if we were doing that but we're not doing that we're saying even sometimes when we run a play it's like okay set this screen to set this screen to get this guy the ball on the wing and now you have 18 seconds left and take that whole 18 seconds and off the shot clock and do you and take a shot with four seconds left on the clock you know and it's like that's what is that going to help that's not going to give us anything that if anything that's going to put us out of position because when you get later in the shot clock i mean when i played basketball whenever the and whenever i'm on defense and the offense is getting late in the shot clock i lock in even more and i start to box out and get ready and get positioned so i'm ready for the rebound because i know they're gonna have to shoot it or they're going to get a turnover. So you're putting yourself in a worse position. Now, that was a bad thing. Um, also, Melo at the four was a bad thing. Um, I thought it would be a bad thing from, from the beginning of the season. Um, well, actually, no. I thought it would be halfway decent, but I thought he was going to rebound. I was one of everybody else was shooting this man down left and right, spears to the chest and the dome. And I was like... No nah, man, Melo, Melo ain't washed up. Melo's still good. Melo's still a great player. I Melo's one of my one of my favorite players. So is PG. That that's why this was a dream come true to the fullest. Um, but like Melo, Melo said at the beginning of the year, yeah, I'm down to play four. I actually like playing the four better because it gives me more options and blah blah blah. No, dude, you don't like playing four. You like the idea of playing four. You like the idea of having a big man on you so that you can do s smaller man moves on him and he can't guard you so you can get your shot off. But you don't like the idea of banging with a big man and beating him at his own game. And that means that you can't play a four or you're going to cost the team. And what did we see? We saw Melo cost the team. And you know what's even worse? I mean, yeah, he cost the team on rebounds, but what was even worse is, you know, you're in the situation where you're obviously a three, but you're you're playing the four. But then when they switched, they were switching for you, bro. They weren't even switching for Steven Adams. They were switching for Melo so they could get him on the wing and break him down because Melo can't play defense. Melo doesn't slide his feet. Like Mello, Mello gets Mello will get crossed, crossed so easily, so easily. What was that song? <laughs> what am I thinking of? Uh, great song. Anyway, uh, 
get that yeah yeah anyway <laughs> i'm getting off track look basically here is a team that needs a four uh needs an actual four if you're going to keep honestly i mean hey i love mellow to death and i wouldn't want to put anything out that was gonna you know mess up his chances at at a team or whatever but like honestly like hey we need cancer back you know i know that's <laughs> i know that's a dream but we need cancer back for mellow like just just give me that trade and keep everybody else and we are golden cancer at the four we need a big man at the four a big man that's actually going to be a big man and can get some buckets can actually shoot you know like we we need that um, and then we have PG, same spot. And then we have Andre Roberson, same spot. You know, Andre Roberson, man, like, had he not gone out in, you know, before the playoffs, I, I we would not have lost to Utah. I know that for a fact. He would have locked up Donovan. Locked up Donovan to the fullest. I mean, Donovan still would have got some buckets of, of course he still would have probably dropped 20 20 something but like the shots he would be getting and everything like we would if it, he might not even got 20 honestly no actually he might not even got 20 like or i mean like 25 he, he would have got 20 but you know um but it, it's like it's crazy how how much defense is uh kind of taboo like everybody in the words of everybody like they always talk about offense and they kind of downgrade defense but you see it like this was one player and this was crazy to me one player a shooting guard off the Oklahoma City Thunder and you still have Paul George so it's not like you don't still have a stopper but one player goes down this defensive and it breaks down the whole defense and every single person plays like ass defensively as far as help and all that no communication no mindset at all everybody's minds just go to jelly and it's like oh that that was that my man that way that that was i thought that was your man like you know you can't have that you can't go through a whole season of playing ball and and you're it's not like every possession in the game you have that man you know Andre Roberson in the game there's obviously game uh games and points in the game where he's not in there but we're still playing good D through the season like what happened what was the switch you know I I there's things I don't know there's things that I don't understand and a, and a lot of those things effort and all that like I can't put that on the players. These are players that are playing basketball. Like anybody that's playing an actual sport or something like that, obviously they want to win. Nobody is go unless they're betting on it and they're trying to lose, you know. And obviously, I'm not saying Oklahoma City's trying to do it. I'm just saying unless you are that type of person. But uh, like everybody's trying to win the game, so people are putting forth effort. Now, obviously, yes, people could put more more effort forward, you know, and I feel like that goes to the coaches 
and the and the players around you but like to get you fully geared like that's the coach what is if the coach is not setting plays then what is he there for is he literally just picking up a play check is he literally just coaching the backup players the players that are that might go back to the g league or the d league whatever it's called you know i think it's the g league now like uh, is that what the coach is for i just i don't understand i don't understand what billy donovan is doing like what are you doing bro <laughs> bro what are you, for real like what are you doing there I don't I don't know. I I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But you know, it I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't get it. Uh I don't get it. I I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm literally right now trying to figure out a solution to these problems that is other than Billy Donovan um and us having a four uh, that, that actually is going to be a four and do the things that a power forward, power forward is supposed to do. Um, I don't know, but anyway, looking forward, um, Mello has said that he does not want to come off the bench. He said he's not coming off the bench. And uh, I believe I saw a sound by I saw a clip. So I believe he said that on his own accord. I'm not sure what the question was. I need to go back and look. But the que- I don't know. I don't think the question had stated anything about him being on the bench. Um, or maybe it did. Either way, he said that he uh, is not going to come off the bench. Now, he is in an opt-in, opt-out contract. It is his choice. And it is a big contract, so I'm pretty sure he's going to opt-in, especially looking at how he did this year, his stock in the NBA. I mean, yeah, I, I don't see him not getting signed. I don't see a team, like, not putting him in a role. But, it, like, if he doesn't sign with Oklahoma City Thunder, but uh, it did not look too good for him. Like, Melo was non-existent in the playoffs, and that was disrespectful to my face, to my soul, to my eyes. Like, what are you doing, Melo? The whole year, the whole year you're playing and you're taking shots and you're doing this, and then in the playoffs, I saw one game he had the the game that Westbrook had a bang load of shots and uh, PG had a. Or Westbrook had like 40-something, 45, and uh, PG had like 31. Um, Melo took six shots. Carmelo Anthony was two for six in shooting. I don't even care that you made two of your six, that you made 30%, 33%. 33.3.3 you know not nine, 33.333 you know nine <laughs> I don't care about that you are Carmelo Anthony 
we think about Carmelo Anthony and we say, what do you offer the Oklahoma City Thunder? And we say offense. We don't say rebounding. We don't say defense. We, we don't say that. We say offense. He is a shooter. He is an ISO shooter, but he is a shooter. And he can do some catch and shoot as well. Although some of those he'd be rushing and it'd be ugly as it'd be ugly as hell. I'm not even gonna lie. But he is a shooter. And you go two for six. And I watched that game. They're giving you the ball and you just pass it back. You go to the corner and pass it back. You go to the corner. Don't even run any offense. Don't even set any screens. And you just hide in the corner and then pass it. And then you go back. And run back and and play some mediocre ass defense and flush out. Not even try to get a board. Leave Stephen Adams to try to get a board by himself over three people. And then you go back and you go to the corner and you do the same damn thing again. And then you want to cry about I'm not gonna sit on the bench. What are you doing? So are are you just destined to screw up a team? Like is that what you're trying to do? Because you're not helping. You're not doing anything to assist the team. So what are you really there for? You're not even a decoy at this point because nobody's going to, nobody's respecting you at this point. Nobody's respecting you because you're not even, you're not in the offense. You're not in the scheme. Even in the, in the scheme that they constructed of this ISO ball, like you're not even a decoy at this point. at least through the season he was taking shots and he was moving to spots like at least being at the corner like the uh the wings you know where you're an offensive threat like not the corner where you're the you're the pass on the pass you know to get to that guy to hit it that's Alex that's Jeremy Grant like let them be that like you don't need to be that not all the time not just sitting there with your with your hands on your knees basically what is that going to help us but he doesn't want to come off the bench and him saying that makes me think that he's going to not does he, he's going to opt in and if he opts in man that screws it up <laughs> i mean like i said i don't want to put anything bad on this man's name and his career but like that screws it up for us because he's not doing shit. He's not doing anything. So with him in, we don't have a four. We're in the same situation that we are, and it's not chemistry. Everybody keeps saying it's chemistry. They get the chemistry together. That's it. They get the chemistry. It's not chemistry. Oklahoma City had one of the best offenses this year. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure they scored like some of the most points. When they're hitting, they're hitting. It's not that. Even in those games when they're hitting, you look in the past, when they're on like that, Oklahoma City, we win. When we have plus 100-something points, we win. But you see, this year, we would kill offensively, but we're still struggling to get a W. We're still fighting at the end. We're still doing all this stuff. And you say, why? Rebounding. Defense. 
easy buckets, turnovers. Now, turnovers you can take away. In most cases, you can't take that away because, I mean, a turnover is a turnover. Excuse me. But with Oklahoma City Thunder, I mean, that's that's been recurring. That's You know, they've always had turnovers. It's nothing new. So you say rebounding, defense, fast break points, offensive rebounds, we just, we, I I don't want to, I don't want to continue on this too, too long. We just can't continue to do this. We can't continue to to be this team this team that is going to uh, lack effort we can't be a team that has the tools it needs but all season all the players are saying we lack the effort to win we lack the will to win in the second half in the in the fourth quarter we can't be that team not when we have Russell Westbrook, the beast of them all, who is just all effort. We can't have that. I don't know if PG's going to stay. Um, if Melo stays, I don't know. It, it doesn't look good. Like, if I'm PG, if Melo stays, I don't know if I want to stay. Um, unless the front office is... is switching some things around and that kind of and that for me personally that sucks because if all if anybody needs to leave Melo needs to leave Patrick Patterson I mean hey you need to leave you know like but nobody else I'm cool with everybody else everybody else play good ball they're young they're young and they played they've been playing above expectations they've been playing great ball like on any other team they would be on in rotation like more so than they are at Oklahoma but that's the that's Oklahoma like how many times have we had a person who was young and grew them and turned them into a player that went to another team and did that had a bigger role and did great things Serge Baca doing great in Toronto, even though they're on that BS, I don't know why they're uh, struggling, Um, I mean, it is LeBron, I'm not gonna lie, it is LeBron, but like, yo, y'all gotta step it up, you can't have the best record, and then be flopping like y'all are, but um, Kevin Durant, he left us, I mean, award-wise and and stats, he, he couldn't really get much better, but uh, he he left us and got a championship. Uh, Harden left us. He's probably gonna he should get MVP this year. And uh, you know, um, I I thought we would win a title this year, but they're struggling against the team we struggled against, Utah. And I I still can't even give Utah credit. Like Utah is just that team. Like no. <laughs> Houston, like, y'all gotta get it together, um, you know, who else, uh, 
I mean, there there is Cantor. Well, Cantor's doing. Hey, well, Cantor did get more more shine, and he, you know. But I mean, he's on he's on an ass ass team. Like, I mean, they got a new coach, so you know, maybe the Knicks can can do better with the the coach that they got, and maybe that will help. But but I mean, it's hard to say, like. Oklahoma City, you got to get it together. Um, organization is always great at uh, producing. And so, you know, we love that. Let's look at the pros right now, the, the good things about the year. Uh, Russell Westbrook got a triple-double. That's amazing. Um, Russell Westbrook accepted the role of having two superstars and getting them the ball, and he did it in one of the best ways, and he still averaged 20-something points, like, you know, if you ever talk shit on Russell Westbrook, like, go take a seat, over dirt, you know, like, go take a seat, um, PG was amazing, uh, getting his shot, PG showed, you know, a couple years ago, before PG had his, uh, you know, his injury, his his leg injury, the broken leg. Um, PG was on. I remember he was on 2K, and it was a like they put three. It was like a triple edition, you know. And it was KD, PG, and uh, LeBron. And they had PG up there because PG was that dude who was challenging as I'm the next man. I'm the next one, you know. But he had the injury, and people kind of forgot about him. Um, so I, you know, I always love PG coming in and showing them like, "Hey, man, I've been on this. I've been doing this. I've been doing this since I had uh, Danny Granger on my team." You know, um, I think that's his name, but yeah, Granger. You know, um, so you know, I'm glad to see him doing doing what he's doing and making the shots and. Um, the connection with him and Steven Adams, I hope that can grow, uh, especially if he stays. I think we should do more of that. Honestly, I think we should do more of Russell Westbrook with the ball, with uh, Westbrook screening and rolling. Or, or no, I said, what did I say? <laughs> PG with the ball, Russell Westbrook screening and rolling. I was thinking the other one at the same time. And uh, also Russell Westbrook with the ball with PG screening and rolling. Um, both of those would be great for us. Like guard on guard and well guard on forward, guard slash whatever you want to call it. Um, and dicing, you know, and then having Steven Adams there on the block, you know, waiting for that drop and having, uh, you know, Alex Abrinas on the opposite corner waiting for that, you know, and having uh, Andre Roberson in there as well, you know, or Andre Roberson in there waiting in the corner and, you know, another big, <laughs> give me my big, <laughs> give me my big Oklahoma City. But, I don't know. Then Stephen Adams, great job this year. Stephen Adams, um, this was a year where Steven Adams had to do it all himself. And in this year of Steven Adams having to do it all himself, he did it all himself. He produced in a way that 
no one else could do anything. No one else could... I mean, like, the only way that you can beat him down low is if you come at him with three men. Like, pause, you know? That, that's not even really a good pause. But, uh, but, yeah, if you come at him with three people, like... He created such a dominance that the biggest, uh, strongest players in the NBA were speaking fearfully of him, talking about he is otherworldly strong. He is like incredibly uh, aggressive and and knows the spots and and all that. Like just giving him massive credit. Like he's probably he may be one of the best big men as far as except for his like offensive shooting and stuff like one of the best big men if not the best big man in the game right now and and that's not to say that his offensive shooting and stuff is not is not good like he is still an offensive presence which is very good his little push shot you know, his under-the-bucket stuff, his dunks, his oops, you know, catches. Like, Steven Adams is a beast. He's athletic with his strength, you know. Like, he looking G because he got the the manable beard, mustache, and the and the, uh, the hair. Like, looking like a, a tribal-ass animal, you know, with his tats. Like, <laughs> Steven Adams just on beast mode, you know. But, I... Yeah, he's just a G. He's just a G. Um, but this was definitely a great year for him. But we got, we gotta, yeah, we gotta get some, we gotta get him some help. If he did not have to do it all, and he had somebody else down there that was banging with him, with not the same intensity, you don't need that. But if you had somebody with a decent amount of intensity, I mean, hey, fuck it, start Jeremy Grant. I'd be fine with that. Like, send Melo to... If Melo's going to stay, we're going to keep the same team. Send Melo to the bench and then start Jeremy Grant. And have Jeremy Grant getting those starting minutes, getting his his vibe up, getting his experience up so he's getting more comfortable, he's getting grind, he's getting better because he's already getting better, but he could get even more better, you know, and stronger, especially if he's playing right next to... Steven Adams every day, you know, in a starting rotation, or get rid of Patterson and get another uh, big, you know, because at this point, I feel like uh, Patterson is brainwashed to what, you know, what we've done to him, what, you know, Billy Donovan's done to him in the rotation, uh, and now he's playing soft, he, like, even when he gets in the game, he's on the three-point line. Mother, are if you don't get your big ass under that basket and start getting some rebounds, are you serious? You sitting here on the three point line like you six two, and I don't even know how how tall you are. You're probably six eight, six nine, something like that, six ten, like probably six nine, something like that. But like, get your ass under the basket and get some boards. Like, fight for that. Like, you got a big frame. Are you serious? You was doing it on another team. But you come to us and what? Really? You know? <laughs> um. Anyway, keep, keep going. Roberson, 
you know, um, there was a time where his shot, it really angered me. <laughs> he would just get such great shots, you know, like the widest of wide open shots. And he still does because nobody respects his shot. Um, but he goes on those streaks. He goes on those tears where he actually knocks it down. And I mean, honestly, if I have a shot from Andre Roberson, I'm like, hey, take it. I am completely cool with it, completely fine with it. Um, and I don't have to go into his defense. His defense is great. It is, it's amazing, you know. Uh, and obviously, we see how it helps the people around him. So that means that his voice with the team defensively and his voice as a player and as a leader is great. And you can't, um, you can't put that into numbers at all. You just can't. Um, really, defense you can't put into numbers. I mean, you know, there's players that don't get a lot of blocks and steals, but they will lock you down. You know, like you don't have to get deflections to say you're not going to get this basket, or you're going to have to do the impossible to get this basket. You know. Um, Let's see, who, who did I miss? I, I hit Russ, I hit PG, I hit Roberson, I hit Melo, um, I hit uh, uh, Stephen Adams, Jeremy Grant, I, I hit him a little bit, you know, just great, um, you know, keep developing, Alex Sabrinas, keep keep developing, um, and keep producing, keep developing, and keep the producing, every time he comes into the game, production 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 it, it's great um so we gotta keep that we, we do um who is Houston? Houston was a great pickup too um for us you know back when we did and and he's been producing and 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 doing great um but i feel like now is the year where you're not young anymore. I feel like all of them, you, you're not young anymore. Um, you are young, obviously. They're, they're young, <laughs> physically. But um, as far as our team goes, you're not young anymore. You got to produce. You got to be role players that when you come in, you get it done. I hope we still have Raymond Felton because um, he was a great piece. He actually, he I would say he was the, the sixth man. Um and he just did great like uh he came in and you know when russ was out and produced ran the team and ran it with uh intensity and power he ran it with a strong hand strong gavel you know so we definitely need that um knocking down threes uh taking his shot like you know like when there's no shot like going in and doing him like I, I really really like that about him that fade away go in and uh, low and then get that fade uh super nice but you know we we got a lot of stuff to work on we have a lot of pros our team is gonna be good I mean we're gonna be good again next year um and even if you know even you know god forbid yeah oh uh anyway uh <laughs> You know, uh, universe forbid, forbid, uh, Paul George leaves us, 
gonna be rough. I'm not even gonna lie. It's gonna be rough. I might shed a tear or or a waterfall. Um, but we will have cap space, and we have Sam Presti, and so we will get something. We we are not going into rebuilding um, off of this, at least not completely. You know, if we lose, I mean, obviously that that is kind of rebuilding if you lose a superstar. Um, but I, I don't. I, I think we will be able to produce out of this. Um, but I feel like the mellow experiment is over. Um, unless he's gonna play on the bench, because we're gonna like we're definitely gonna start Roberson. Like that's going to happen he's not going to lose that spot and I know you know Melo I'm sure would like Westbrook PG Melo and then you know a four and then a five I'm sure he'd like that he's saying now that he he felt like he couldn't really do the things he wanted to because he's an actual three and he, he plays three but like bruh you saying this shit now at the beginning of the year, you're saying you could be a four, how you like being a four because it gave you matchups. Now you're saying at the end of the year when shit goes uh, our array, you, oh, uh, 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 I, uh, I, get, uh, I need to be a three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry for that. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, it irks me. It gets in my nerves. Um, this wishy-washy back and forth. Especially when um, I'm seeing multiple plays where Melo ain't showing no effort. And it sucks because it's on the team too sometimes. I was seeing where like Melo, like we had so much effort, so much movement. And then Melo would check in the game and everything just stopped. Everything just stopped. People just started standing around. And and I don't know what that's from. I don't know if that's from respect for Melo. And so we're just... You know, people don't really know how to go about the offense and stuff. And, you know, or if it's just like, you know, you feel like, oh, Melo's in, you know, he's a leader and a leader and he can just, you know, oh, he'll take care of it. Like he'll get the bucket or, you know, you feel like you can take a break, but whatever that is, I, I don't know what that is. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. You know, um, if Melo leaves, I'm pretty cool with it. Uh, I love you. I love you, Melo. You're still one of my favorite players, um, you know, to play this game of basketball. But, but yeah. But I don't know. I, you know, I, I've spoken long enough about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I, I won't have another one of these um, probably until... Either some big news comes out, maybe one of them actually, you know, we see, maybe there's a trade or, or something like that, um, or maybe just not until, uh, you know, um, late off season. but anyway, we're gonna let this one go, um, I hope y'all enjoyed the show, we will be back very soon. Uh, I'm gonna try to keep these these coming, so definitely be on the lookout. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, hey, this is Jamel Darby, and we out. <laughs>
Wow. And I gotta add this because now I feel like an asshole. Uh, Corey Brewer. <laughs> I completely forgot about you, you know, late, late, uh, late season, you know, come in. I know I was forgetting somebody, but yeah, man, killed it. That's the energy. That's the energy, but, but he's a small guy. He's a, he's a shooting guard, but that's the energy. You saw him being Superman out there diving for balls, getting, uh, the deflections, like making shots, driving, getting layups, doing everything. Everything. Like, we need that. We got to keep that. I mean, if we're getting rid of that, then we better be getting the same damn thing or something like it as well. Like, but that is that, like, such a strong piece. I'm sorry I forgot you in this uh, for all my Thunder fans that are listening to this i'm sorry that i forgot him but i had to include it anyway yeah i'm out wow i'm just forgetting them left and right terrence ferguson i think this is it i had to, I, I need to just pull it pull it up so i can look terrence ferguson also great when he came in and did the starting role um play also great but this goes for all the secondary um the rotation is fuck it is horrible like they can't get enough shine consistently to to build anything and that's never going to allow them to grow to the fullest potential that's why people leave us and then they actually get that shine and they actually like produce because they actually get time to do it and they get like minutes to actually show what they can do rather than just getting like a segment and you know and putting something down but um yeah sorry i forgot about him too but yeah i I think that's (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's everybody if it's not a you just ain't getting called out in this podcast i'm sorry it it is just not gonna happen like (laughs) okay but hey i love y'all i'm out Hey, thank y'all for tuning in and staying this long with me. It's amazing. Uh, I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time, and and I appreciate that uh, that you like to enjoy it listening to me. I will have more content coming soon, so don't worry about that. I would like to do it daily, and if I can't do it daily, then I will get it out as soon as I can. I'm about to be going through a move, so I'm going to be going through that, but I'm going to try to get this out daily and and really keep this podcast pumping for y'all, for me, and for us, you know, uh, in the words of um, a great man named Dash. (laughs) But... I'm going to let y'all go. Thank you for your time. And until next time, this is the podcast with no name.